Hey, hello everybody, it is UK Cowboys TV, uh, I am your host Mike Poland, and we are here this week, we are supposed to be having a guest, Mike Fisher, uh, he is on the hook, um, busy running around doing various things, but Yaz said he is going to join us, so don't worry, that is still in the pipeline, um, but we're looking this week at the pre-game, so it's the pre-game against the Cleveland Browns. Um, and obviously, in order to do that, we have the Starsky and Hutch of UK Cowboys TV, Mr. <laughs> Richard Jones and uh, Graham Wilson. How are we doing, guys? Yeah, good. Um, uh, Rich, you need to un- hold on. Rich, unmute your mic. I didn't think I'd muted it. Apologies. There yeah, you I'm know. all good. That's all right. Slightly better. That's one of the blooper reel, tidy. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. So, how are you guys doing? You all right? Yeah, can't complain. You know, locked in the house. Yeah, it's all good. Mm. Yeah, yeah. It's a, it's a we've returned to the semi lockdown, haven't we? <laughs> yeah, it's like lockdown four point five or something. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. Lockdown Miller Light. Lockdown Back Light. Yeah. Back to earth after Back to earth. the Falcons yeah. game. Ah, uh, yeah, that too. Yeah, I, I mean, I know the 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 guys spoke about that in the uh, in the post game show on uh, Tuesday. So bit annoying but we are here to raise everyone's spirits and Mm -hmm. uh get back into the mix uh and um look at what's gonna be the big w this weekend uh um so first of all right then guys uh we'll break into uh some latest news and um what's been going on around the league, look at some injury uh, history. First one, straight out of the mark, is uh, Rondell Carter uh, has been taken by the Indianapolis Colts, poached off our um, practice squad, and he is gone. He's now over there. And uh, the Colts' defence, mind, they are absolutely flying right now. Did you see it last weekend? <laughs> yeah. Apparently, they were a top 10 play in any position. <laughs> it was so madness. I, including QBs. Wide receivers, they were a top 10 play. <laughs> Make me sick. Make me sick. <laughs> sick to watch a defence like that. It's just like... Nah. Yeah, I mean, we will get on to the uh, Cowboys defence um, in a little bit. Um, <laughs> but yeah, um, like, 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 like you say, I mean, uh... I, I was drifting in out of the Colts game because, uh, believe it or not, I took them in, my, uh, in one of my fantasy leagues. Um, mm-hmm. Score being nearly 30 points So it was coming up on my phone every minute When they were doing a highlight And it was like <laughs> They've just scored a pick six they just got an interception they just got a strip sack And I was just like What the hell is going on? <laughs> They're the number one defence at the moment Did yeah. you know that? It's ridiculous <laughs> Absolutely ridiculous <laughs> Well, uh, continuing on with uh, some of the news um, Wide receiver CD Lamb he is on the injury report, not on the injury report, but not practicing. Um, but the good news is coming from Mike McCarthy is it's not an injury, it's a workload issue. So they wanted to just uh, let him rest, stick his feet up, um, take a bit of the workload off him. So he, he's going to be good to go Sunday, apparently. A lot of people are panicking about it. I don't think there's much to panic about there. Um, also, uh, Demarcus Lawrence, he's questionable. Um, but I think that shouldn't be too bad. This seems to be a reoccurring injury that he gets late on in the yeah. game. It's the same thing. I don't know if you guys are noticing yeah. that, are you? 
Definitely. It's, same... it's, it's one of those things. It's a, like one of those just sort of soft tissue things. It's even though no, it's not soft tissue, but it just it keeps it lingers. It reoccurs every now and again. It never really goes away, which is a pain. Mm-hmm. But he's. I, I think it's one of those that he'll deal with and he'll play. Yeah, and yeah, just on, it, and on the CD Lamb one as well. Um, I think a lot of the times we forget that these guys don't actually have an off season because they go straight from their college season into yeah. combine mode. They get ready for their pro days and they're at it all the time. We don't see them on on screen and on camera and all, and all sorts, but I'd yeah. imagine they're hitting the gym every single opportunity they can get. So they go from that to what we've seen of. Uh, training camp straight into another season again, so they don't really have any downtime. So, not really too concerned about CD Lamb either. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. You know, for him to have shown up how he has, mm-hmm. um, with no preseason games, you 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 got to think that that's exactly what you've just said is completely true because he would have needed to do that to have any chance to show up like he has. So it's not that surprising, really, when you think about no. it. So I wouldn't, I really wouldn't worry. If anyone's worried about it, I would really not. Yeah, 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 exactly. And um, also, sir, on the um, injury front news is Tyron Smith actually looks like he could play this weekend. Fucking yeah, come he on, is, please. Uh, <laughs> the latest practice report says he's doing individual drills. Mm-hmm. Um, McCarthy's saying he's hoping, which we'll find out later on today perhaps um maybe if when mike fish gets here if he does i'm still chatting to him we'll see what happens there but um uh yeah we'll see what happens on the latest with that practice report uh, and we'll see what he does but it is looking that way it's looking that way but in other news lyle collins i mean i really i i've asked about a time frame mm. apparently it's going to be a while. It's going to be quite a while on that one. Yeah, when um, no one gives you a definite answer, you know mm-hmm. it's it's not good news. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Uh, and of course, guys, while you're here, make sure you send us your comments. Tell us what you think the score is going to be. Maybe you've got some predictions for us. Um, we even love the hot takes. Give us the hot takes. Oh, if you've yeah. got a hot take, it will go right up. We'll stick that right up on you. And uh, get hot as they go. Like, as hot as they can come, as hot as they hot can as they come. Can go. Get them in, get them sizzling. Abanero, get some abaneros in there. Just <laughs> throw it out there. It's fine. We can handle it. Do you know what I like is the fact that it's you talking about hot and spicy and chilies. I know, you right? You of all people. <laughs> yeah. the, man, the man who struggled uh, in the hot wing pub. Right, I didn't struggle. I still let No, you did well. You, you, know, held, you well. held your own. I held her own. You know, I was proud. Proud, proud of you. Proud of you. Cheers, man. Um, appreciate it. <laughs> right, guys. Uh, just a quick shout out before we uh, get into uh, the ins and outs of it all. Yeah. Uh, shout out mm-hmm. to our sponsor, Cowboys Experience. Um, obviously, as we know, there are some issues this year getting to the games. Um, but if you do, or as and when you can get to the games make sure you book it through cowboys experience they've got game day packages tailgate parties stadium tours um and we'd love to see photos uh, of you guys send them all over we'll post them up on our page and on our group and twitter and instagram and even tiktok now we've got tiktok um but yeah 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 i forgot to mention i'll tell you about that later um but yes make sure uh, you do that and when you do 
book through Cowboys Experience. Use the booking code UK Cowboys, and you'll get yourself a nifty little gift. Just for saying the name. Just for saying just, the name. Just, just name, just, just name drop. Don't be a clown. Just drop. drop the name. Yeah. Just drop it and get free stuff. It's good. It's a no <laughs> win. No, it, it's yeah. a win-win rather. You know. Who can argue with free stuff? Um, but yes, guys. So I'm going to ask you first of all, right? I'm going to check out some spurious stats. We'll uh, <laughs> just on a, on a base of the game, right? We we won't dive too far into the details just yet. Um, but what is your biggest worry? Your your main concern with the Browns or the game that you have this weekend? Go on, Graham. Mayo's got it. Miles Garrett, if we if we do not get Tyron Smith involved in some point, it's going to be a long day for Dak and Zeke. Um, he he is a a, a one man wrecking ball uh, in the same form in the same form of Aaron Donald. He he can stop offences by himself because he can either get to the ball carrier or he can shut that uh, Dak down pretty quickly. Yeah. Um, I mean, we all remember the, the first the first half performance from our tackles against the Falcons. It wasn't pretty. And <laughs> there you are, Paul agrees with me. Yeah, Miles um, Garrett. It's, it's a scary proposition uh, playing Miles Garrett. No wonder he's the highest paid uh, defensive end. Mm. Yeah, what about you, Rich? The inability to establish the run, mm. um, which kind of ties into that in fairness, because if Mr. Garrett is going to be running everywhere and generally just putting Dak on his ass, that means mm-hmm. the line's not doing very well. And if the line's not doing very well, then don't expect a very good run game. And if we don't have a very good run game, then you can expect us to be fairly one-dimensional. And two of the games where we've been behind in the run game are the two games we've lost. So I'm very nervous with that, especially when you consider who they've got on the flip side of the ball doing the run game. Oh, yeah. good lordy lord. Yeah, it's all fun and games out there. Um, now, here's one interesting little statistic for you guys. is uh, At the moment, the Cleveland Browns have a better record uh, than the Cowboys. They're 2-1. and one. Uh, but they are, in fact, on a winning record. So they're over 500 for the first time since the beginning uh, of the 2014 season. Wow. Yeah. Um, so to tie in with that, that it's the first time they're on a winning record. Bear in mind, because we all know about the Browns and, yeah, it's all about poop and all of that stuff but anyway right (laughs) (laughs) do you think this is possibly at the moment a cleveland browns team on the turn are they on are they ascending i would say yeah yeah i've always been really cautious because every time going into a season the browns look like they're going to do okay they go the other way but they do seem to be on a bit of an incline at the minute so I mean, we're three games in. You got to wait yeah, and see, but it's I, looking pretty good. Mm. I like to I like to talk about foundational pieces. Um, quarterback check, pass yeah. rusher check, yeah. running game check, yeah. serviceable defense check. So it does look good. Um, whether they can they can keep it all together and keep the momentum moving at the same time 
um, remains to be seen. But the, yeah. we heard we heard a couple of seasons ago about their high flying offense. Uh, goodness, have spent enough money on it um, mm-hmm. in terms of draft capital and in terms of free agency. So um, if they can keep it together, yeah, I don't see why not. Um, because they, they, they'll be desperate to shake that stigma of, of being the Browns. Oh, really? Definitely. 100%. Yeah. I mean, they're <laughs> tracking they're tracking well because from the first game they lost, the the penalties were dire. The amount of penalties they were having were dire. And their third down conversion was dire. Both of those are going a lot better now. Yeah. And um, they're still having a fair amount of penalties, but the third down conversion rate is a lot better. Because the run game is again established a lot better, so it's yeah, cautiously optimistic if you're a Browns fan. I think. Yeah. The, well, why not? In terms of Browns, I think the the changes come from the top, um, mm. because to my to my knowledge, they've drafted well, they've drafted better than than they have done. Um, obviously, they knocked it out of the park with Miles Garrett. How could they not? Um, Baker Mayfield's been a good choice. Uh, I think they got Nick Chubb in the third round. That was great mm-hmm. value for money. Yeah, um, he's brilliant. The they've minute. given they've given Kareem Hunt his second chance, and he's taken it with both hands. Um, they've stocked up uh, in terms of um, like wage receiver presence when when they could. That I'm not sure that they give up capital for Beckham. I think they did. They did, didn't they? I can't remember the details, so, uh, but ter- I swear they gave up. Was it a first? Was it a first? I don't think it was the first. Anyway, draft capital. I can't which, remember. Um, I mean, it's, he's maybe not hit the ground as quickly as he thought he would, mm-hmm. um, but with a good running game and a, a defense that can turn the ball over, uh, you would imagine if he can if he can return to Browns eh, to Giants form, then that's only going to push them that bit closer. Mm. Oh, definitely. Because, like, Chubb, like you said, for, like, for a third-round pick, he's, like, fourth or something in terms of, like, yards at the minute, isn't he, yeah. amongst all running yeah. backs? Like, he's doing really well. Yeah. He's shown up. And it's not just him. That's the best thing for them. They got a nice one-two going. So it's just, like, oh, they have, I mean, yeah. what they did. I know he's questionable at the minute, but... I remember I remember back like to the start of when they were on hard knocks and mm. um, <laughs> the cameras flooded Baker Mayfield... And uh, you know the, he couldn't move inside the airport, and then yeah. they, they cut a, a shot of Nick Chubb, and he's standing at the, the carousel, and a guy says to him, "So, are you, are you a footballer?" Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh <my laughs> I'm Nick God. Chubb. I'm, I'm a running back for the Browns. Like, all right, okay, Jesus. cool. <laughs> Just like, are you? Do you do you play football? Do you? I can't. I can't remember the exact the exact phrase, but he was low key, shall we say. <laughs> Jesus Christ, and look at him now. Yeah. <laughs> and look where and he is now. Just to let you know, Mike Fisher's just got back in touch with me and say he's just got swamped, and uh, uh, so he won't be joining us this week, so we'll try and get him on for next ah, week. That's a um, which means it'll be a, a double special next week because Brian's got a special guest on Tuesday, and then we'll have a special guest for the pregame. Um, but yeah, at least um, we know exactly what's going on, so that's fine. These things happen, especially uh, during the busy season, uh, which mm-hmm. is when football starts. So, guys, let's look at the Cowboys' offense, right? Um, so, uh, let's start at the top. Dak, how are you guys thinking that his season's going, and do you think he's going to have another great game? 
gone much. I think it's yeah, I think it's gone quite well um, in the grand scheme of things. In terms of him playing himself, you know, in a as much in a vacuum as you can, um, he's doing pretty well. I mean, he outthrew Matt Ryan, yeah, and uh, quite considerably, and he um, also out. Out for a certain gentleman last week. I'm not sure if do you, do you, like is he, is he a good quarterback we played last week? I'm not sure, but um, <laughs> he out through him as well. So uh, that's the thing. All these games have been one score games so far, whether it's win or lose, and a lot of it has been put on Dak's back. And obviously, there was the comment that was taken a bit weirdly. It was worded weirdly by Jerry this week in terms of his comment about Dak. Um, basically, what he was trying to say was a lot of people like Russell Wilson, like Tony Romo, and again, like Dak, those are the sort of quarterbacks that you daily want there because you want to put it all at the end of the game, make or break, and they'll usually get it. And not, unfortunately, this time he didn't, which is it's one of those things. But, you know, you can't get it all the time. But he is he's doing pretty well. I mean, he's betting himself. He's won every time, and at the minute, it's looking pretty damn good. He's been pretty spot on. I, I haven't yeah. really seen any massive flaws. The problem that he's had... Um, has been the protection and he's playing like this with the line that he's got at the minute with two rookies and everyone moved around late last game it's, yeah you, yeah you, it's I, hard I, to I, poke I, holes yeah I mean you know this um, Mark from Twitter from Periscope if you're following us yeah. over there he's agreeing with you he thinks he's uh, he's been great 100%. Um, and Here's another one. Dak so far has been a fantasy stud, thankfully for me. So, yeah, Shut up, Lloyd. we will. Yeah, <laughs> Lloyd there following in uh, with his his fantasy. We we do run a fantasy section at the end, Lloyd. So uh, we'll try we'll try and help you out at the end of the show. But um, for you, Gray, let's talk about Zeke. Last week we saw very much very little of him, if you like. Um, do you think perhaps we're going to see a return uh, of uh, the return of the Zeke? Do you think that this is this sort of game? <laughs> yeah, it would just it would be nice to get a kind of command and lead so we can see more of Zeke. Um, we seem to fall behind in games, and then the the balance goes to the passing game, and Zeke kind of disappears. Um, he did drop a couple of balls against the Seahawks. Um, not going to kill him on that because he's he's he is a three down back and he's one of the best three down backs in the league. Just because he drops a couple of balls doesn't mean he's not going to he's yeah. not going to cut the mustard anymore. Yeah. Um, against the Browns D line like that, if they can if they can scheme it properly, yeah, absolutely. Um, but it all depends on the kind of shootout status of the game for me because if we can run the ball, it means we have a lead or it's a tight game. Um, mm-hmm. When we start falling two scores behind, that's when the urgency gets created and you see the eight-man boxes loaded ready for Zeke. Um, so I, I think that was a temporary blip. Uh, I think it was it was fairly poor to, to see some comments... Um, like Colin Zeke out during that game because I don't know if anybody noticed, but we had a patchwork offensive line finishing that game. We had Zach Martin at right tackle, we had a rookie at centre, and we had mm. um, serviceable at best guards at the time. 
with with a left tackle who's thrown at the deep end as well. So no wonder uh, Zeke wasn't getting much room to play with. I'd like to see the stat where Zeke's first point of contact was because I bet an awful lot of the time it was behind the offensive line. Mm, Somebody well, was getting was. through. So you you can't you can't kill Zeke because there wasn't any running lanes. He, he is human, you know. He's not, especially when you've got um, a Seahawks offense like that ready to come after him. Um, I think it's a. I think he'll return to form, and hopefully, it doesn't on Sunday. But I just want to go back to Dak for one point. Yeah. Um, anybody that's been following the Cowboys this long will know that Jerry Jones has contract situation in the back of his mind. To me, that's a contract play. That that statement from from Jerry basically saying, you know, just just throwing a little seed of doubt. Can can Dak be the the kind of thirty five million a season player? And I think he knows he can. But it was to me, it was pure contract play. Dak is Dak has been um, yeah one of our top performers through the first three weeks of the season, um, and I think it was it was just media. From Jerry, I don't think there was any, there, there wasn't any foundation to it whatsoever for me, and yeah, it was taken out of context, even if it was. Yeah, it was. It felt like it was, like you said, it felt like it was threading the needle um, between those two things in terms of it was very vague. You know, it was open to interpretation, which is why I yeah. think so many people took it that way, which in effect, has that knock-on effect and puts that sort of shot across the bow sort of thing. So I, I'd i agree with you there, completely. Yeah. That was my I mean, first yeah. instinct when I, when I read it, the transcript yeah. of what he said was, mm, that's very strange, especially when all along they've been behind Dak 100%, etc., etc., etc. It's been complete support, and then that. And it's like, that's, that's a bit strange now. That sticks out. I mean, no, that's the only thing that really makes sense. Another another masterstroke from Jerry, basically, because are we say Monday morning through Monday night? Are we talking about a questionable Cowboys secondary? No, or mm-hmm. um, the offensive line? No, or the record? No, we're talking about contracts. You know, it, it's it's deflecting from a, a one and two start questionable defensive play to. I, I think something it'll get resolved. I think it will get resolved, but it, yeah. it's, oh, it's well, it's perfect deflection from Jerry mm. again. Yeah, yeah, he's he's the media genius. He really is. Yeah. Now looking at this though, with the running backs, do you think, guys, there's any reason why we're seeing very little of Tony Pollard? I think for the hardly for the, seen him. I think for the very reasons that I brought up during the off-season, I think there's so much ball to go around. Um, I think that the, in terms of that, whenever the ball does come to Pollard, he's mm-hmm. under the microscope. We saw the mistake. Um, yeah, I think with, with three stud receivers, a stud running back, um, Dalton Schultz pushing for receptions as well, where are you meant to see Tony Pollard? And I said mm-hmm. it during the off season. I, yeah, I don't yeah. think it's because he's a bad player. I just think there's there's no. so much there's so much ahead of him. Yeah, I don't think it has anything to do necessarily with Tony Pollard. Personally, I think it has more to do with this O line. 
Um, I mean, bringing it back to Zeke, it was... They drafted him for a reason. Um, he is a very de- very good player in all facets of the running back situation. Now, I ha- admittedly, you know, with a bit of a caveat before I start, admittedly haven't gone back and watched the tape because I haven't had a chance yet. But mm-hmm. I would be very interested to see if the reason we haven't seen that many run plays from Zeke is because he's been having to pick up blitzes and to pick up a lot of the slack from this O-line because that is one thing he is very good at. That has got, yeah. I'd, be, I'd be surprised if that wasn't at least part of it. Now, don't get me wrong, he did have a bad game last week. He had six out of 12. At least three of those six that he didn't make were dropped. It was a bad game. But how many times have we said that Zeke has had really a very bad game? That's pretty much the only one that I can think of. Mm. So I would be very interested to see just how much he's had to deal with picking up slack from the O-line to help out. Um, because Tony, that may be a reason you haven't seen much of Tony Pollard, because Tony Pollard doesn't have that same ability. And at the end of the day, the main thing is protecting Dak Prescott. And Dak Prescott, as I said earlier, has outthrown Matt Ryan, <laughs> and you know who. So, and then <laughs> the one person that everyone's been saying, oh, well, he doesn't deserve as much money as him all preseason, and he's just outthrown him in a game, in fairness. Oh, he didn't get the W, and it's a touchdown less, but he. He's kept up in terms of yards. He's smashed him. Mm. So, you know, there's, there's a serious statement there. And I think you need to consider absolutely everything in the round before you jump out and say, oh, I think I think Zeke's just, you know, people are saying Zeke's gone to crap and given him our time. It's one time out of how many. And you've got to take, you, as I said, you've got to take all of it in the round. And when you bring in the question to Tony Pollard then as well, I think it starts to potentially make a bit of sense. Yeah, yeah. Um, Now, here's an interesting one. The Browns uh, practice report is uh, a little bit on the heavy side at the moment. I don't know if you've seen it, but it's it's pretty heavy. Mm -hmm. But one of the good news, um, it's not good news to have an injured player, but good news in terms of how the game script will go for the Cowboys is cornerback Denzel Ward and Greedy Williams both look like they're not going to play this weekend. Mm -hmm. Um. In terms of what that means for Cooper and Gallup, I think, I don't know what you guys think, I think that is going to make a big difference because we'll get to the defence in a sec. The, the Browns' defence at the moment is pretty good. It, it's not bad at all. Um, mm-hmm. I'll go through some They're stats once you guys talking. Yeah, I'll, get, I'll go through a few now. Um, but in terms of um, what the cornerbacks can do, um, shadowing the uh, our wide receivers, I think they're going to run quite free and open. I don't know what you guys make of all that. Hundred percent, yeah. I think it. I would not be at all surprised if there is a fairly soon in the game a very big deep play to a certain Cedric Wilson. Um, I would not be surprised <laughs> with that at all. In all honesty, I really, really hate the fact that I forgot to put my bet down on him last weekend because I would have made a lot of money. But it's not, it's not surprising at all. Like you said, with the wide receiver call we've got here and the damage you've got on that secondary, they had a very good mm-hmm. game. The game just gone. There is no reason they shouldn't have a very good game again this week, especially with those injuries, which, like you said, you hate to see injuries, but they can only play the people and the team that they're against that's actually on the field. And that yeah. is weighted, well, not considerably, but it's weighted favorably to the Cowboys wide receiver call. Mm-hmm. Even Olivia Vernon's on there. Mm. He's on the he's on the injury report. Um, he was limited, so it could be a possibility he still Maybe. plays. 
Um, Claiborne's Claiborne's questionable as well. Um, Mm -hmm. So, I mean, I mean, we'll get to the offensive side uh, as well. But how do we think this O line is going to fare against this pretty good Mm. uh, attacking defensive line? There's a certain certain Aggie over there that will absolutely tear things to shreds. Mm. uh, I'll be honest, I think this is going to be uh, a long season for the offensive line. Um, Yeah, with the the Lyle Collins situation, um, Mm -hmm. it's you know that that was the first kind of that was kind of the first piece to crack on it, and yeah. um, we said it all through the off season. You won't get thirty. You won't get sixteen games out of Smith. We've improved, <laughs> improved right already so often. Um, yeah, Rich and I were both screaming for it during the off season. We need we need to stop papering over cracks, and it's it's come back. It's it's starting to show now. Um, mm-hmm. Tyler Badass, if he can, <sighs> if, if he can, if he can step up, uh, it would be sweet if Connor Williams or McGovern can find some form. If uh, we can get a bit more consistency out of the rookie tackles, a lot of questions. So, boy, it's oh, a lot. The one of that's left. <laughs> yeah. So, in terms of Miles Garrett, because mm. uh, I mean he's not the only guy, mind. Um, I mentioned another one um, in Vernon. Uh, there's another guy who can just tear things up and tear things yep. to shreds. What do you think is going to be the plan to try and slow that sackable? Uh, that's probably the wrong word to use, but that attacking defense that's going to try and pressurize the O line and Dak. Get the ball out quick. Yeah. Get yeah. the ball out quick, especially when we talk there about the the injuries and their secondary. Uh, If we can find, if we can get the ball out quick, plenty of shotgun, um, quick slants, um, and if we can get, if we can get the run game involved, um, create maybe some, I'm not too sure how their their defensive tackles is. is, I know um, certainly there's, Sheldon Richardson still there? Yeah, he is. And he's uh, playing really well. He's playing quite well too. Um, I mean, their D-line, to my knowledge, is the one that's registering the sacks. And actually, I've just pulled up there. They've got um, Mm -hmm. Garrett, Richardson and Claiborne have seven sacks between them. Mm. Um, So that's where part of their success is coming from. Yeah. So... Another interesting player that people keep forgetting about as well is the rookie, uh, the linebacker, Taki Taki. I've been wanting to say that name all day. Want to be saying that name all day. He's he's doing great too. Yeah. I, and you can't forget the safety as well, Carl Joseph. He he's he's not a bad safety. No, he's really not. He's no. pretty good. Yeah. I mean, uh, you, you well, need to play good well, really. defense in that division. Um, yeah, yeah. I, I mean, that's a, that's a strong division for defense. Um, 
yeah, I, 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 we're not going to sit here and deny that it's not a worry for us. Um, because, but I keep thinking back to that first quarter in the Falcons game. We got torn to bits. Um, yeah, scary. <laughs> scary. <laughs> I mean, what, what, what else can you say? It's not like we're, you know, we know that, we know that Smith is an injury doubt. We know that Collins is, I mean, what is the alternative? Are they gonna Are they gonna break out some draft capital and go and get somebody? Because that would help. It would, that help. would help. But yeah, I don't. But, no, think but again, do nobody's it. nobody's gonna give you a starting left tackle. Even rarely you get. You're a gonna have to guard. give up a lot. Exactly, you would have. I mean, I mean I, offensive I, I, linemen are thin enough as it is, you know, in, in terms of talent and availability. Yeah. They're not. They're not going to do it. I'm convinced that we're in this for the long run, and it's just a case of do the best we can until, at the very least, or the earliest Tyron's back, which is hopefully this week, and then until eventually, yeah, and then until eventually when Lyle comes back, then we can really start rolling. Um, <laughs> because as I, as I said before, it's been impressive how well Dak has done with the line that he's got. It really has. You got to think how what he could be doing with the, those two guys in the mix. Mm. Yeah, well, we'll, again, we'll find with, out. Oh, with yeah, the, the, um, the thing that Garrett, makes though, me, yeah. When you go right, go on, Greg. I was the, like, the, the thing that makes me really nervous at the minute is looking up stats earlier. The Browns, like Mike said, they're doing pretty well at the minute. They're tied for seventh in terms of sacks. They got nine total sacks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They have. It's and they, they go look, a little, uh, a quick bit of. Draft talk already. We're only into week three, like, and oh, I, I hope. <laughs> I, I really, I really hope. I really hope they do because they need to. It is the bigger. It's been, a, in my opinion, a, and Graham's agreed with me, a glaring need on this team for a while, and yeah. it hasn't been addressed. And I get yeah. why it hasn't been addressed. I completely understand, but they need to stop papering over cracks. And if they're not going to draft, they need to start doing stuff in free agency. It is ridiculous. That have run uh, realistically a first-run team, like we said earlier, they've they've struggled in these first three games, and I know we're three games in, but the two games that they haven't won, and I know they've been close, but the two games they haven't won, in spite of Dak being really good, the two games they haven't really established the run as well as their opponent. That's not surprising. Um, ultimately, this team is still at its core a run-first team, and you need to establish the run to keep the defense honest. So they need to invest in this whole line. It's. Yeah. I know we've been a bit spoilt really in the past, but they need to invest in it, and I think next year will definitely be the time. We have. I mean, mm-hmm. fair play to them in the past. Three first round picks. We used to have. I mean, let's face it. We still do. We still doing Smith. Um, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Collins, is, Collins would be first round talent. Um, but like you say, it, that was a while ago, and I mean, it seems like only yesterday. You know that we we passed up on Johnny Manziel to go get Zach Martin. Best, yeah, moving cowboy, best moving Cowboys. Oh, that was amazing. <laughs> yeah. But um, see when you think, um, if, see if it is to be Tyron Smith's return game, he's got the best pass rusher in the league in his face. So don't expect... <laughs> anything amazing. You know, but in, in fairness, we don't need anything amazing. Like I said before, these games, the three games they've played, they're one-score games. You don't need amazing. You need Tyron Smith running as Tyron Smith is now. You just need him on the field. 
because Tyron yeah. Smith, even at his, you know, not running a hundred percent like he is lately, is not. You know, he, he's still pretty good, but he's not that quality if he's not on the field. We need him. One minute. Field. One minute. One minute. We have on. on the line. Go on. Go on. Go on. We yes. have Mr. Mike Fisher. There he is. <laughs> uh, how we doing, sir? You all right? Can you hear me? Okay. Mm-hmm. We can hear you great. Yeah, yeah. You all right, mate? I'm so sorry. <laughs> hey, no, no, don't apologize. We're just happy to have you with us, Mike. Uh, we, as I was saying, we were we, we started the show, and as we were talking, um, I said, uh, you know, it, unfortunately, we're trying to catch people like yourselves uh, at the busy time, which is when football actually starts. <laughs> well, I have so I have so much respect for uh, for your country that I think we're on the wrong time. You guys got it right. <laughs> here's here's my problem. So I had knee surgery yesterday. Oh, nice. Um, and nothing, you know, it's the first surgery I've ever had in my life. So I was scared. Mm. It's it was, it's nothing. It was a little torn meniscus, shave off some uh, bone or whatever. But so I'm, my excuse is I'm hiring a kite right now. <laughs> <laughs> yes. So I was, I was on brilliant. Sean and RJ, of course, have me on every morning on 105.3 The Fan. Mm. Um, yeah. The, uh, the number one sports station in America, by the way. And uh, sure. and Sean, of course, they both know my wife, Marcia, very well. They, they say, so she's taking care of you? What is, what is the best thing she's doing for you? And I say, when I ask for two of these, she gives me four. <laughs> <laughs> well, we, it won't be the Brilliant. first time we've had drunk or high people on the show, yeah. so don't worry. You're, you're not on your own. <laughs> and the good news is, is uh, we've just been talking about the Cowboys' offense, and you've joined at the perfect time because we're literally onto the defense. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, 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 yeah. What a great time to, <laughs> to, to join things up. Um, now, one of the stats um, uh... we was talking about um, just before the show, which cropped up, uh, and I'll get your take first of all, Mike. Um, we're going to sound like an echo here, so we do apologize. But um, Dallas Cowboys in the last two games have allowed 77 points. That's the most points over a two-game stretch they've allowed in franchise history. Um, Now, last week, we saw the emergence of Cedric Wilson. um, Two touchdowns, having a stormer a game. Do you think perhaps we're trying to push a bit of luck here, try um, a sprinkling of magic with the Wilson name, and try Donovan Wilson at safety? Uh, To pretend that what they have is good enough is pretending. And yeah, uh, <laughs> Stephen Jones came on 105 through the other day and said, and he used the word campus. He said, he, we, we have some guys here on campus. He was talking about why to not go for Earl Thomas. We have some guys here on campus that are going to step up. Well, he's making it sound, and I love Stephen, but he's making it sound like, like this is a college team and we've got a good freshman class coming in. And they're, yeah. They're, yeah. They're, there's, if you're on the practice squad, there, there's a reason you're on the practice squad and it's because you're not good enough. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And, and as football fans, we all are like, Hey, we got to keep that guy. We got to stash that guy. We got to keep that guy. You guys should do a study. Cause I'm too high. <laughs> how many practice squad <laughs> players, ever, how many practice squad players have ever made the pro bowl? Very true. The number I think is like, zero. yeah, <laughs> I mean, it might be. It's, it might it, be. <laughs> it's not high. 
So to pretend, whether it's whether it, whether it's Donovan Wilson, who yeah, it's probably probably time to give him a shot. Um, he plays mm. special, obviously, but I don't know that he's got. A, I don't. He might not have very many snaps on defense. I think it's time for Reggie Robinson second to get a uniform. And Could be. I know he can play special teams. And mm. um, if if you put one of those two guys out there, how much worse would they be than what's going on now? Where, as you said, the worst two-game stretch in franchise history, the worst yep. three-game stretch to start a season in franchise history. This is, at this moment, this is a historically bad defense. Mm. Historically bad. And there's only so many things I can change. And there's, so, there's some places where you go, okay, listen, Tank Lawrence is hurt. He's banged up. But that, that's as good as we're going to get from Tank Lawrence right now. Or, um, you know, Joe Thomas is what we have at linebacker. We don't, we don't have a better one behind him. But uh-huh. you can't say that safety. You can't say, oh, no, we're, we're – I guess we're kind of picking on Darian Thompson a little bit. But Darian Thompson, who is a wonderful guy, by the way, has now been in the league for five years, Giants and Cowboys, and this is what he is. He's not all of a sudden going to blossom into a standout player, um, nor, frankly, is there evidence that Xavier Woods, who they like a lot, obviously, there's not evidence that Xavier Woods is going to blossom into a standout player. So I think the problems at tackle, and maybe Tyron solves those this week, and there's problems at safety, and you're not going to solve them on campus. Mm. Yeah, yeah. Um, now, another one that is cropping up, um, that we was just going through some just some basic stature um, as we're talking on defense. Dallas at the moment as well, as well as um, struggling on defense, are also struggling with penalties. They're second in the league uh-huh. in penalties. Um, is it? Do you think there's any particular reason for that? Do you think it's more of a, a struggle, Mike, uh, of them trying to play catch up? Do you think perhaps? Well, let's look at the general sloppiness, um, and we can make the excuse for it in advance. Well, they didn't have training camp. Well, the COVID. Well, but the other teams didn't have training camp either. Yeah. So you know, well, the reason we only this is we heard this after week one. Well, the reason we only scored 17 points, we just don't have the cohesion yet. Yeah, but other teams didn't at all. If that was a good excuse, then every team in the NFL would have scored 17 points. Yeah. 17 points is bad in this. Mm -hmm. The way football is played now, you better be able to score 30. And luckily, in the last couple weeks, we've seen the Cowboys are. In fact, you might be better in the last couple weeks. You had to score 40. Uh, yeah. and so, and so I think there's a, I think the general sloppiness, um, turnovers in every form. Uh, you know, let, let's we can do this quickly off our head. Ezekiel in one game had three drops. Now I don't know that all those screen passes were going someplace, but Ezekiel is a very good pass catcher. Very good. Mm-hmm. He's, he's never he's never done that before in his life. He hasn't dropped three balls in a week of practices. He hasn't dropped three balls in a month of practices, but he had three drops there. The fumbles, four fumbles in one quarter against Atlanta, uh, two mixed extra points in one game, a botched kickoff return that caused the Cowboys to start at the one. Um, we all get excited about going for it on fourth down. 
They're three to seven going out on fourth down. And I know you guys, no matter what country we live in, those are technically called a turnover on downs, mm. even though they count as a turnover. Well, add those up. You, you give your defense terrible field position. You ruin your time of possession. Uh, and you give the other team a psychological edge because if I can't make extra points, as we learned of last year's Cowboys, I'm, that, that permeates itself through the entire roster. You all of a sudden mm. feel, if you can't make extra points, you all of a sudden feel like we can't do anything. And um, that that was that's what our thing was part of the death of the Cowboys last year. Yeah. Um, now, one of the things we was talking about on offense, and I, I, it was one of the questions I was hoping to ask you, um, was that we are seeing very little of Tony Pollard. Uh, we've got the take from our two boys here, but what do you think could possibly the reason behind all that, Mike? I just think there's not enough balls to go around for all these guys that everybody wants to see. And, you know, we do this. Brian Broaddus, you guys know Brian Broaddus. Has he ever been on your show? Yeah, 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 yeah. a few times, yeah. He's outstanding. Um, and he made the point a couple of years ago and made the admission, really. He goes, you know, we go to Oxnard, and we get all excited, and it's 77 degrees, and there's an, you know, there's an ocean right there, and there's mountains over there, and there's, you know, Girls in halter tops over there, and 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 we we lull ourselves into thinking that all these cowboys are all going to the Pro Bowl. But I'm not saying Tony Pollard is doesn't isn't talented, but mm-hmm. you know he's a he's a scat back, what we used to yeah. call him, right? And I mean yeah. every does every team have a Tony Pollard? Mm-hmm. I hate to say it, yeah, but yeah. don't they? Yeah, well, I mean, ironically, as we're talking of the Cowboys' defense, um, on the um, flip side of that, the Cleveland Browns, Kareem Hunt is looking very questionable to play. In fact, he hasn't practiced yeah. this week. Right. Uh, on a, 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 a team that is purely run-heavy, um, like, you know, you've got two running backs um, by week three, over one over 200 and one nearly at 300 yards. Um <laughs> How do you, without Kareem Hunt there, do you think that puts us more in a uh, of a standing to be in a chance for this game? You know, uh, I'm going to move around so I, I can. Uh, you yeah, can yeah. See. Uh, That's fine. I think there's a uh, the problem with the Browns, and it's weird that they aren't more explosive because you know they have Odell Beckham on their team and all the rest. Yeah, but even though they're a grinded out team. Uh, that that running back Chubb, Chubb, I think Chubb's the hardest guy to tackle in football. Yeah, yep. yeah, um, agree. There's other, there's other running backs, obviously, that are, you know, Derrick Henry is a bullish runner and hard to tackle. But uh, does does anybody ever tackle Chubb? Does the first tackler ever tackle Chubb? I don't think ever? so. And I so, don't think so, like in terms of yards after contact. He's got to be. He's got to be the best in football because he's got to be right up there. Yeah. Down. By the way, the Cowboys, I believe, are leaders in yards after catch. Mm-hmm. So Cowboys have some of that going for them, um, and they do it with with CD Lamb, and he goes fifty yards with Chubb. You know, he goes fifteen. But yeah, that that's a grinded out team. And I'll tell you this too, uh, and I and I know you guys are too smart for this, but uh, Cowboy fans and Cowboy media thinking. Okay, now Dallas, we got three home games. Let's just win these three home games and everything will be fine. 
You know, yeah. it's not that easy. Because, no. <laughs> because just while you're thinking, okay, good, we just have the Browns. The Browns yeah. are thinking, good. We just got the Cowboys. Yeah, definitely. Yep. Um, the Agreed. Giants. The Giants legitimately stink in every way. That I won't. I won't make a case for the Giants. But no. Arizona is scary, really scary. And so um, this this unique opportunity to play at home for three games and maybe to win three games, fantastic opportunity. Um, but don't take it for granted that it's going to happen. Yeah, yeah. Uh, we just got a, a question that's come in for you, Mike, um, from our viewers on YouTube. What's your thoughts on Miles Garrett? against either an injured Tyron Smith or Brandon Knight. Yeah, and, and Tyron Smith practiced today on a limited basis. And so this yes. is the best news we've had on him in two and a half weeks. Um, now, Mike McCarthy is really good at, or really bad, at fudging the, uh, <laughs> the injury practice. <laughs> it, it, um, with, with Tank, with Tyron, uh, they, they haven't really told the truth. Um, with Lyle Collins, they haven't exactly told the truth along the way here. Uh, yeah. but ultimately, I think Tyron Smith is, is way closer to playing than he's been in the last couple of weeks. Um, with mm-hmm. the and, yeah, I, I, I need Tyron Smith to go against Miles Garrett. And not that Cleveland doesn't have other weapons defensively. They do. But that's mm-hmm. the guy, you know, every team, they talk about, hey, we circle that guy. I think Zach Martin said it this week. We, we circle that guy. That means we – we game plan for him, and Miles Garrett is the game plan guy for Cleveland. Yeah. Okay. 100%. And then and, uh, another question. I think I'll ask all of you this one um, from Lloyd on Facebook: Is do we think the new coaching staff are putting high expectation on the Cowboys? I mean, there's a, putting a lot of pressure on themselves. Um, I'll ask you first, Mike, and then go around the horn. Yeah, I, I think this is a America's team product. Yes. Uh, th- this team, and it's it's both a credit and a curse with Jerry Jones. And you guys know my relationship with Jerry Jones, I think. And, yeah, yeah, um, yeah, yeah. I, I, just, I just think the world of him in so many ways. But his, his penchant for Phil causes us all to think that every year is going to be the year. And he, and he does that. He does that to us. Uh, and, and then we do it to ourselves. There, there's no reason that, that this coaching staff – should feel any particular outside pressure, except you're America's team. And, and maybe it does feel different than coaching in Buffalo. Um, maybe it mm. does feel different than coaching in Cincinnati, except that, I hate to say this, because you guys are, you guys like the Cowboys, or you love the Cowboys, right? Of course but, we do. But there's no, <laughs> there's no automatic, Cowboy fans in Texas hate when I say this. It's not your birthright to go to the Super Bowl just because you have a star on the side of your helmet. There's, there's mm-hmm. no innate or inalienable reason why the Cowboys are better than the Broncos. There, there's, no, there's no reason. They have the same salary. They have the same amount of salary cap. They have the same, you know, uh, same access to pumps to inflate the footballs. They have the same yeah. size goalposts. Um, but America's team can create the illusion of hey, th- this is our year. We got to do it. This- There's never. When was the last time we had a building year around here, where we just conceded to that? Never. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. I'd have uh, to think about it. You know, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Now I think the days of hey, we got a we got a five year program. Those days are over now. Free agency has changed that. Um, 
the the uh, the, the parity in the schedule has changed that. But there's other, you know, the, the Jets recognize that it's going to take them some time. The Cowboys have never allowed themselves to recognize anything like that. And as a result, maybe that's why you, you, we get we get overly disappointed because we never thought they'd ever go. This great program would ever go seven and nine, except it's it's due to. And in fact, this great program, of course, goes eight and eight a lot. Yeah, it does go eight and eight a lot. But um, another uh, sneaky question that has come up, and I, I've saved this one, um, is the Tristan Hill issue where he did that alligator roll on Carson. What do we think? Because at the moment, Tristan Hill has been, although there haven't been many bright sparks on the defense, he has been one of them. Do you think that that is going to affect the D-line's efficiency this week? Yeah, and I don't know that Tristan Hill has gone from zero to sixty, but concerning where he was last year, he's gone from zero to thirty. He's he's yeah, an yeah. NFL, no, he's an NFL player. That, yes. and that's, uh, you know that Gator roll thing. Nobody in Dallas thinks it's dirty because that wasn't your knee, ankle, and foot. Mm. But this somebody, I think the Seahawks, no, the Rams. There's a there's a clip out there of the Rams doing that to Dak Prescott. And Dallas fans and everybody was outraged. Yeah. Mm. They did it to us. So, That's it. Yeah. So it's always if, the way. Yeah. So if, that, yeah. If, if somebody gator rolled Ezekiel Elliott, we'd be screaming just as loud as Pete Carroll. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. That was, yeah. was going to be the point that I was going to make to you. Yeah. Um, but what we'll do, um, I know that you've got a few things on the line here um, going on. So we'll. Quickly, do you do much fantasy football at all? Mark? I've played fantasy football since 1990. Oh, so we've got we got the right man for this job then. Um, what we <laughs> we're gonna have a look at uh, just what we do is very quickly a little game at the end where I'll uh, I'll take it round the round the home. But before we do that, Rich, do you have a score prediction for the game this weekend? I do. Um, I got to be honest. This feels very much just sort of fanboy. Um, I'm not gonna lie. I'm gonna go 28-38 to the Cowboys. As scared yeah. as I am of the Browns at the minute, to be honest, um, I'm, I'm just gonna go with it. Screw it. What yeah, else have I gotta do? Graham. Yeah. Um, high scoring again. <laughs> it just comes with the territory. Just now, I'm gonna go. The games have been tight, and I think this is going to be similar. I'm going to go 24-21 Cowboys. All right, then. Uh, what, do you want to give us a prediction, or do you jinx yourself when you do that, Mike? What's the point spread? Um, I <laughs> think I did have it up because we was looking at that earlier. I'm trying mm. to remember what it was off the top. Can you remember what it was off the top of your head? No, Rich? didn't say. I can't remember what it was off the top uh, of my head. Do you guys have phones over there? You just look it up. It, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm trying <laughs> to bring it on now. my phone. <laughs> <laughs> Mike will get it in a minute now. <laughs> no, I, my cheat on this is I, I do. I look at the point spread. I, if you if you try to disagree too much with odds makers and put put real money on it, you end up living in a cardboard box under a bridge. Yep. <laughs> so, I bet you they've got the Cowboys favored by five. Yeah, it is. It's a five-point spread. There you go. So that tells me Cowboys 30 – Rounds 24. 
Oh, all right. Okay. All right. So let's get into fantasy then. Um, we'll try and get into this. Right then, guys. Uh, what we'll do is we will uh, simplify it. Um, I know normally we do like our funny terminology here. But what we'll do, right, Mike, is all we do is I give you the points that the players projected to score. And you just say whether it's going to be higher or lower than that. Gotcha. All right. So I'll let you take the first one, which is Dak right. Prescott. He is predicted this week to score 21 fantasy points. Who's this player? Dak Prescott. 21? He's going to score 21 fantasy points. Uh, higher? Oh, yeah. Higher. All right. Yeah. I'm going to mark this down. And I'll... Uh, when I do the post after the game, I'll make sure to tag you in it. Right. Right. Um, right Graham. <laughs> Baker Mayfield, 17 points. Um, yeah, I'm going to go higher as well. <laughs> higher on that one for Graham. Yeah. Look, for right. a, look for a rushing touchdown from Mayfield. <laughs> Oh yeah, yeah. You can't. You, something that people do forget is he is able to use his feet uh, and and dash out. Maybe not as yep. much as Russell Wilson, um, but he still can do it. Um, so, Rich, give it to me on Zeke. Eighteen points. Uh, That's quite close. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Higher. Higher, okay, for Rich. Nick Chubb, Mike. Uh, he's projected to score 12 points. Jesus. They think Zeke is 18 and Chubb's 12? That's a bit yeah. stupid. Yeah. Right, that's not I, right. I, I think what they're looking they at the there way around? Is, no, I think perhaps what they're looking at is that it's going to mix between Chubb and Hunt, but with, with Hunt, He's looking right. limited and not playing. I'm carrying an injury, yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah. I don't know who's making um, the numbers, but I want to play in that guy's league. <laughs> <laughs> this, is, this is from uh, NFL.com. So. <laughs> Brilliant. <laughs> it, um, okay, Graham. Um, Amari Cooper, 16 points. Oh, um, yeah, like we talked about earlier, uh, a couple of injuries at the Burns backfield, I'm going to go higher. Higher, okay. Yep. Uh, Rich, OBJ, 12 points. Higher. <laughs> Not by much. Not by Not much. much. All right, Mike, I'm going to give you Michael Gallup at 14 points. Lower. Lower. Yeah. Mm. No, there's so many targets here. Um, Don't say that. I'm starting him this week. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, we got you know, Amari Cooper's going to have a bunch of points. Michael Gallup. I think so too. CeeDee Lamb's going to have, they, they can't all have a bunch. Or the Cowboys will have scored 50. There you go. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Yeah. yeah, all right. Rich, uh, Jarvis Landry, 13 points. Lower. Lower. Yeah. He's not having a very good season lately. Uh, all right, Mike Fisher with Dalton Schultz at six points. Oof. It's all on a touchdown, isn't it? Really? Yeah. yeah. No, I have to pick okay. it over under. No, oh. you don't have to. You, you can. I'll, I'll, I'll if take you want. I've got. I've got ball. I'll take the under. Okay. Uh, okay, Hooper Graham at ten points. 
They don't like our linebackers very much then. Yeah, Austin Hooper, uh, from a fantasy perspective, he's he struggled for targets and for uh, red zone targets in particular. Mm-hmm. I'm going to say lower. He's had a rough okay. start to his Cleveland career. Okay, okay, lower. Um, <laughs> Brian. <laughs> Gallup will be 20 points. <laughs> Somebody disagreeing with you there, Mike. Um, I'm going to give you the Cowboys defense. Uh, Mike, oh. they're projected to score seven points. Lower. Lower. Yeah, I think so too. And that's on Mike. And uh, Rich, I'll give you the Browns defense at five. Oh, uh, I'm tempted to go even, but I think maybe a little bit higher. Maybe, maybe six. Okay. Maybe. There we go. So when they come through, and we'll see how good you are, your fantasy predictions, I'll make a post <laughs> up on Monday and see uh, where we <laughs> see where we land. Uh, Brian as well, given his prediction on um, oh on sorry, light on a Schultz. He believes that Schultz is going to get a touchdown and take it over double points. So uh, yeah, and Cowboys. Cowboys. Cowboys defense on 10 points. I wish. Um, <laughs> uh, now, I know you joined us late, Mike, um, and you got us as we were getting into the back end of the show, um, but we still thank you for your time. You know, mm-hmm. obviously, you're going really through what you're going I, through. I felt like I was showing up early for next week. Yeah, well, that's what you could be. That's what it could be. Yep. What we'll do is we'll just keep this going for the yeah. next week. <laughs> yeah, no, this is fun. And I, I appreciate that you guys uh, follow us as you do. And I know you're familiar with 105.3 The Fan. Um, yes. And mm-hmm. the best. And then I, I hope you're familiar with what we do uh, with Sports Illustrated on CowboysSI.com. There are, uh, in a given month, there are 4 million unique users um, reading our cowboy coverage on cowboyssi.com. So I'd be flattered for you guys to spread that word. It's uh, of course. It's the most popular um, site of any kind in illustrated history. And and uh, we take pride in that, but the fact that that guys like you are involved, we're we're very very uh, honored by that as well. Oh, we, we yeah, we go out of our way to I mean, you well, whenever we've reached out to you specifically You've always helped us in terms of, especially before with um, the certain situations, asking you questions. You've always come back and said, you know, I don't know, but I'll certainly try and find out. Yeah. You've always been really good with us, and we go out of our way to retweet yourself and everything Sports Illustrated. Yeah. We genuinely, we, we, we absolutely love it. And we're, a lot of people here, I know for a fact, pay a lot of attention to you guys. So thank Very you good. genuinely for what you do. We will always Great. give you a lot of attention as much as Very we can. It, it's warranted. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, and you—you'll have to make sure you you speak to uh, Brian Broaders. Tell him you were with us, and you'll you'll have a good laugh at that, a good yeah. smile. Tell yeah. you, tell you the tell you the stories when he came to London and we tried to kidnap him. <laughs> <laughs> Very good. Oh, we'll uh, yeah, yeah. But um, yes. Uh, what we'll do is we'll try and get you back on God. at some point, Mike. Um, when you're feeling. You know, you've got more time uh, and what have you with everything. Yeah. Um, but uh, for this week from UK Cowboys TV and the pregame uh, show for this weekend, from myself, Mike, from Rich, from Graham, and of course the legend that is Mike Fisher. This is UK Cowboys TV uh, episode number 75. See you all again next week. See you next time. Peace out.